Preschoolers don't really come with a manual, do they? You want to spend your day helping them grow and enjoying the magic of learning through the eyes of a preschooler. You also want to help them deal with all the big feelings that come with being three or four, but real talk? You don't have a lot of time. We need to prep for the day with confidence and ditch the stress that sometimes comes along the way. I got you. Welcome to the Preschool Made Easy podcast. I'm your host, Chantal, a kinder teacher turned curriculum designer and preschool consultant. And I'm here to help you make this school year the best one yet. Let's get to the show. When you think of classroom management, what comes to mind? Is it those magical tricks that turn chaos into organized cuteness? You know, like the bingo boards, incentive charts, or repetitive chants. For me, preschool classroom management is really a combination of methods and strategies that allow you to create a safe space that promotes learning and also your students' development. It helps your students be responsible and make the best choices they can that help them thrive together as a classroom family. This month, we're exploring different classroom management topics to help make your, and your kiddos, preschool experience the best one ever. You're listening to episode 12, and today we're getting into the world of preschool classroom management, specifically cleanup time. We'll talk about how to create a cleanup transition and routine that actually works, the secret to hand washing and bathroom breaks, and how to embrace the chaos when it gets a little crazy. My goal is to create a community of teachers and parents that feel loved and supported on this precious journey. So I created a super fun Facebook group for us. Can you guess what it's called? Join our free Preschool Made Easy Facebook group today and ask your questions. Make new teacher or mama friends. And let's do this thing together. You can find the link in the show notes. All right, let's get started. Before we can come up with some helpful routines, we need to start with the basics, right? Any teacher and parent knows that the entire day is pretty much made up of transitions. I mean, how often do your littles go straight from doing one thing to the other without asking any questions or throwing a tantrum or straight up refusing to do it? Now, I don't know about you, but I've certainly been through this all too many times. When it comes to transitions into cleaning up, you can try using visual or auditory cues, things that they can see and or hear. A large clock face or a video on YouTube with a timer works great. I used a website called onlinestopwatch.com and the candle timer was really a classroom favorite for us for so many years. I left the website in the show notes for you, but um, yeah, the candle works so great because it has like a really soft, soothing sound. And it also provided a great visual for my little ones to see the amount of time that they had left to actually complete the task or to get ready for one. I go more into details about transitions in episodes eight and nine, so go ahead and check those out. Now let's talk about routines. These routines may seem elementary, <laughs> see what I did there, <laughs> but they really are the building blocks of a well-structured preschool class. Think of them like a framework for predictability and security, which we all know our kiddos absolutely need. You know how you have a place for your spoons and your forks, your knives in your kitchen? It's like everything has a home and is organized, and if it's not, mentally, you get kind of thrown off, right? What's the same in the classroom? When you have designated areas for specific toys or materials, it helps everyone know where things are supposed to go and what is out of place. 
I always suggest inviting your little ones to help come up with the cleanup process together with you. It creates a sense of autonomy and ownership with their classroom items. Now, this helps them want to take care of these things. And by creating a cleanup routine with them, following up, and then maintaining it, you're all streamlining the process to make it more efficient and everyone feels so productive and so happy. So how exactly do we make cleanup a breeze? Like a lot of things, we turn it into a game. Now, I'm not saying you have to do this every single day, but maybe at least one time of day would really help. Perhaps the first cleanup time of the day, so they know what to expect later on. Put on your best pirate voice and say, Arr, mateys, the treasure must find its way back to the chest. I'm telling you, (laughs) you'd be amazed at how those little adventurers rush to save the day as best as they can. (laughs) Now, if you're not feeling the voices or the dramatic play, you can also sing a song together. You can use a chart to keep progress. You can give them classroom jobs or simply tell a story where everyone is a character with a job to do. I know it sounds like more work for you, but you don't have to come up with something new every day. You can use the same scenario for a week and then just slightly change it according to how they're responding. But real talk, when you make anything fun for them, I promise you, you'll get the results you want. Now onto the secret of hand washing, or in teachers' and parents' words, the eternal battle against germs. I mean, seriously, it's never ending. It's not just me, right? Well, in order for this to be a positive experience and not a daunting one, teachers have to make it fun, but also efficient. Ready for a little hand-washing magic trick? I used to sing the happy birthday song twice and then model how to properly wash my hands. This encouraged them because they wanted to sing it with me and then mimic my movements. Okay, so one thing I want you to remember is that it's also a multi-sensory experience for a lot of children. That means that sometimes when soap smells maybe too strong or feels a different way, it can also make them not want to wash their hands. By the same token, when they hear catchy songs they like or smell and feel things that are familiar to them, it can help them feel calm and like they can actually handle the task on their own and do a good job. We got hand washing down. Now, what about the 20-minute bathroom breaks? Well... I can certainly tell you they should not be 20 minutes long, that's for sure. (laughs) Now, I don't have to tell you how long a child should take in the bathroom in class, but let's talk about how to get this routine in place. I feel like bathroom breaks definitely require a good balance between autonomy and some guidance, especially for the little ones. Like, we can have a bathroom schedule that allows for designated breaks throughout the day, or you can simply allow children to just go as needed totally up to you. But what you do need is some visual cues like color-coded signs that help them know what is proper bathroom behavior and what is not so that they can become more independent in there. We also have to teach them privacy and cleanliness etiquettes. There are just some things we don't do, right? Now, the color coding can also be used to symbolize where things go, like toilet paper or the order in which to do things when they're in the bathroom. Either way, Patience is key, and we all know they will do things on their own time. Some days, it's a speedway. Other days, it's like a turtle marathon. But don't forget, the idea is to help them develop life skills, 
So don't be afraid to encourage them to do things on their own when they're ready. It'll be worth it. Hey, toddler and preschool parents. Is the thought of kindergarten starting soon creeping up on you? Your kiddo is growing and let's be real, it's coming pretty fast. Cue the tears. But don't worry, you're not alone. I've got you. Let's turn that frown upside down and get really excited for what's coming. I'm launching a brand new workshop for toddler and preschool parents that will take you from panicking to prepared. In this workshop, you will learn how to design your ideal daily preschool routine, use simple materials you already have at home, decide what and how to teach your child, and create a personalized plan for getting your child ready for kindergarten. Go to shantimacias.com slash workshop to learn all about our Let's Get Ready for Kindergarten workshop. Now, cue the happy dance because we're so ready to do this with our kiddos together. Let's get back to our show. So what happens when disruptions throw routines off balance or things get a little cray-cray? I have one word for you, flexibility. Being able to take on these challenges with a calm demeanor really shows your kiddos that you can adapt. And guess what? So can they. Our children are resilient, and these skills are essential for preschoolers because they learn through observation. You know how they're always watching us, even when you don't want them to? (laughs) Yeah, I know the feeling. But let's use that to our advantage, right? And help them learn that it's okay when things change. Sometimes a visit from someone can turn into a a show-and-tell. Other times, unplanned dance breaks can turn into the best laughter therapy. It's all about how you embrace the chaos. Now, I do have one key takeaway for you, and that is that routines are really the foundation of a well-managed preschool class. So have clear communication, lots of visual and auditory aids, and make those routines fun. So your littles are just as invested as you are, and you can all create those core memories together. Okay, let's recap. You want to make sure that you try to create your cleanup transitions and routines as best as you can, and make sure that it actually works for you, because they're not all going to be the same. Get those hand-washing and bathroom breaks routines in place, and embrace the chaos and turn it into your own masterpiece. Remember, that every day in preschool is really a new adventure filled with messes, giggles, and life lessons. So embrace the daily life and enjoy your kiddos. Make sure to join our Facebook group and let us know what routine you would like to improve today. It's also the best place to ask questions if you just need a little help. You can find the link to our Facebook group in the show notes. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I love creating content to support you on your preschool journey. So if you enjoyed this episode, reach out to me on Instagram and let me know what resonated or any questions you may have. Let's keep the conversation going so we can support more preschool teachers and parents just like you. See you in the next episode.